Hey guys, I want to take a moment and thank one of my sponsors, one of them being Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. If you're anything like me, you listen to a lot of podcasts and you wonder, hey, I can do the exact same thing as some of these other idiots can do. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. If you're ever excited to even make a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. Can you hear me, TJ? See. Mike, check. Mike, check. Check, check, <laughs> motherfucker. Check, check. Boats and hoes. <laughs> oh, bitches. <laughs> White bitches, Latino bitches, Asian bitches, <laughs> Alaskan bitches, <laughs> Alaskan <Eskimo> bitches. <laughs> so yeah, T- TJ, you walked in on because uh, we were talking about the Boondocks, and there's an episode where Tom goes and he goes he goes to the prison, and <laughs> Tom has a fear of being an- like anal anally raped. I was about to say, completely understandable. <laughs> and he's in the he's in the prison, and this guy is uh he's known as the Booty Warrior. Oh my and, god! And and he was like, now this you can do this the easy way, or we can do this the hard way. The choice is yours. Did, did you gonna be Tom? Did you ever watch that show? I think it's called um yeah locked I, up. I, I heard about it. Some shit like that. I heard about it. Yeah. The guy's the actual name is Felix Johnson, and that's who the character is based off of. And he legit says that to the camera. He looks at the cameraman. He's like, he's like, you know, if prison rules were, were relaxed like back in the day, I'd have had your booty right now. Ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> so it's like, oh my god. He told the camera guy that. He told the camera guy that. He told him booty in here is the most important thing. Booty is more important than uh, drinking water. <laughs> Yeah, so so they're in there, right? And he's like, he, he like uh, Tom had brought a shank, a toothbrush shank that uh, Riley had made, one of the characters, <laughs> and he put it in his suit. Now Tom is a lawyer, and he has a suit, and he put it in his suit, and then he got stripped down, and they were like, okay, uh, and. The uh, the booty warrior guy, he takes the shank. He was like, "Okay," he says, "So this is what we gonna do. We got we gonna hold everybody hostage, and we gotta listen to demands." And like Tom gets out of it, and he's like, "You can't have my booty. It is mine." <laughs> and he like he like pushes his butt into him and knocks him back into some pallets, some pallets. It's it's the Boondocks people is the funniest one of the funniest shows. That's ever been made. I would go on record to say it is the funniest. It's up there. But listen, you can't be you can't be sensitive and watch this show. Oh hell no, no. Like you you can't uh uh-uh. uh you can't be getting offended. I've which, only seen a little bit of it. Which honestly, the people that get offended, I think that just shows a lack of maturity because that that show really does have a, a lot of great messages and it and it addresses. A lot of issues in the world. It does, it but does. it throws a massive, you know, comedic twist on it, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm sorry that I cut out there, but yeah, it's 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 one of the best shows that I've ever watched. <laughs> I ever watched. Um, I know, like, and I don't. Again, I've I've only seen a little bit of it. It's, but it's, it seems like the kind of show that like they they'll come after everybody. 
Oh, yeah. oh they did. They've done at, it at all times. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. Like, and and with with the Boondocks, it's it was not even going after like it like saying like gay stuff, but it was going after black entertain BET. It was going after rich people. It was going after the the pre, uh, the president because they were like talking about Barack Obama. Oh, dude, they talking mad shit. On yeah, <laughs> and then they were talking about. I mean, it's it's a like the um the uh, uh the civil rights movement. I mean, they talked about everything, but it, they did it in a tasteful way that was just like, to, in my opinion, was brilliant. And tasteful I, question mark it, it it actually is it really is because like it would come off it would it would come off as like okay this is a cartoon they're about to joke about this but it, it all comes back full circle yeah as, for a lesson so it's it's My, it's actually really good the only part i really know again i've seen just bits and pieces um is the the monologue he cuts on the british guy Oh yeah, he's like, he goes, fuck your, fuck your socks with the little bells on them. Fuck the queen. Fuck the queen. <laughs> fuck Lionel fuck guy Richie. Richie. Fuck the queen. <laughs> yeah, this is America. My president <laughs> is black and my Bentley is blue, motherfucker. <laughs> Get the fuck out oh of my, my suite. I love this, it. This one's been watching a lot of cinema, eh? Fuck, <laughs> fuck the, fuck the gay ass <laughs> European accent. <laughs> No, it was funny. It is funny. But let's get it. We're already five minutes in. Uh, welcome, everybody, to a new episode of I'll Name the Pod Later. I'm joined with my near dear friends, TJ and William. Hello. What's I forgot up? to introduce myself. My name is Michael. Um, so how you guys been, man? TJ? I've been doing good. I had a good week. It's good. An exciting week doing stuff with a bass fishing tournament that nobody here cares about. So we're going to skip it, but it was a good week. Actually, I am am kind of interested in how you got that gig. How did you do it? You literally, you just, you pay them $100 and you sign up and then you get selected or you don't. Wait, you lose lose $100 regardless? No, if you don't get selected, they'll refund it to you. Okay. And you get like a swag bag, like, you know. What's in the swag bag? A uh, like you know the like performance like long sleeve fishing shirts where oh, it's that's like nice yeah like the super breathable stuff but it's long sleeve and got a hood on it so you got to worry about sunscreen when you're out there all day right uh, I got a gift card to Aftco uh, it's American Fishing Tackle Company um, let's see I got like three hats and there's something else in there I don't remember but it's it's a pretty cool bag. You know, and then you get to go out with a professional fisherman for two days. Now, I'm I'm not allowed to fish, but I was going to ask, did you learn anything? Yeah, I definitely did. the 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 first day, you know, I'm not this isn't a knock on the guy, but like what he was doing was pretty straightforward. Like it's stuff I already kind of understood. But the second day, I actually learned a lot. It was a pretty pretty interesting little technique, and I literally. You were talking well, about your, <laughs> you were talking about your swag bag. Yeah, swag bag. It was pretty dope. Um, like the shirt. I mean, it's probably a sixty dollars shirt, and then a few hats and a couple other little things. So your hundred bucks is pretty much in the bag that you get. And then you also get to you get to be on a boat with a professional fisherman for at least two days, sometimes three. Uh-huh. That's a solid so, deal. 
it, it really is, you know, so, uh, I got to meet like, you know, there's guys that, you know, if you're not a hardcore, like follow professional fishing, you wouldn't know, but like I get out of the truck and two spots down from me, Rick Klun is parked. Right. Just to put that in perspective, if you're a basketball fan, that would be like you get out of your truck and Dr. J is parked beside you. Oh, shit. That's kind of the level that Rick Klun is. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, that's like the godfather right there. <laughs> so you equivalent so, Dr. J is the godfather of basketball? It, I was, because I had to come up with somebody that like. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving <laughs> you a hard time. I, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Because Rick's got this like, I, like this swagger to him. You know what I mean? Right. And so, I don't know. It was. It was a really cool experience. I don't know if anybody that listens to us is a bass fishing fan. If you are, I highly recommend the Bassmaster Marshall program. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, what about you, William? How's you? How's your? How's everything been going for you? Shit, um, at Toyota still, so that fucking sucks. But today I revised my resume, started a Indeed account, LinkedIn account, and I'm trying to get a new job because fuck Toyota. You can be a dispatcher. It's not stressful at all. Actually, see, that's the thing that I think that's the thing that bothers me the most about Toyota is that there's no stress involved. It's so relaxed and slow. Like I need, I need that, like you know, that chaos in my life. No, I'm good. <laughs> I am good, Bucko. Like to I'm me, no chaos. To me, I would equate being a dispatcher. Kind of like trying to call in like a fucking artillery or airstrike. Like it's chaos and you're trying to just maintain your shit. You're trying to do multiple things at once. I'm like, that actually sounds pretty fucking cool. It's more like I have a bunch of fucking toddlers with vests and badges and guns that I have to keep up with. Oh. So what you're saying is I should be a cop. I mean, <laughs> you'd probably be good at it. No, probably not. I, I would be. I would be the worst cop ever. At least he lets us know. At least he lets us know. This is why I know I'd be a bad cop. Because there would be, like, a call, like, all units, mass shooting at such and such high school, all units, please respond, blah, blah, blah. And then meanwhile, I'd be on the side of the road writing somebody a ticket because they were cruising in the left lane. And that would come over the radio, and the person would be like, aren't you going to respond? I'm like, nope. Fuck you. You're cruising <laughs> in the left lane. You are part of the problem. You're the reason why that mass shooter is angry. You know right what? Now. Listen, listen. You know what? You know what's I, incredible I, I, about you know I what's incredible know about that, that, I don't know if you can equivalent like that the same thing, but uh <laughs> what's amazing about what you're saying right now is I believe every word of it because yo daddy is exactly <laughs> that way. <laughs> I'm not going to put his name out there. Uh, William's father is one of the, the police officers I dispatch for. And let me tell you something. <laughs> this man would give Jesus Christ a ticket. He doesn't. I, I don't care who the, you're the fucking son of. All right. No. There's a law. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. God forbid you drive through this county with an out of state tag because oh, yeah, he Bucko. will find you. <laughs> he will pull you over. <laughs> You, it's you a, I've fucked. never seen anything like it. Like He's Vernon? coming. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. He's he, coming for has that he given, ass. 
Has he given like any of y- any of y'all a ticket or anything? No, uh, but he almost gave me a ticket. <laughs> Your dad almost gave you a ticket. <laughs> so funny, funny, quick story. Um, I back when I had the Subaru running, I was on a back road and I, just, you know, I was kind of feeling it, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna let this thing rip. So I, you know, downshifted and take off, and I hit like 84, 85, <laughs> dead, dead empty road. All right, so like there was <laughs> nobody around. I wouldn't do it on a busy road. And I see this silver SUV ahead of me, and I get this weird feeling in my gut. All of a sudden, it lights up with blue lights. I was like, fuck. And two thoughts run through my mind. Pull over. Or run it. And take the L or run. And I knew. I was like, I can outrun this guy. But I was like, you know what? I'm this close to the house. I'm just going to take the L. Pull it over. Luckily, I knew the state trooper. And he chewed my ass out pretty good. He was like, damn, man. I was actually hoping you'd run, you know. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, he's like, I was hoping for a chase, man. My life is boring right now. <laughs> sure shit. My dad is heading to work and he's come driving by. He pulls over because he recognizes my car because it's like the only fucking red hatchback in probably North Alabama. Right. <laughs> he pulls over. He's like, what in the goddamn shit? What the hell did you do? <laughs> my state trooper buddy is like, tells him, it's like, hey, you know, this is what I pulled him over for. He's like, you gonna give him a fucking ticket? He's like, nah, I'm just, you know, I'm gonna let it ride on this one. Like, he knows better. <laughs> and then my dad was just like, oh, you got, oh, I'd give you a goddamn ticket right now and take your fucking license. <laughs> like, my dad was angry. Let me tell you <laughs> something, too. Your dad is the only officer. He tells us over the radio, right? He's like, he tells us, when he's in route from his house to the central office to go on duty. <laughs> what? <laughs> he does. Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, okay, bro. I, I mean, I appreciate it, but like, and I, you he know. does it. He does it like, like, I guess. So like, if something happens, we know that he's like already out and about. And like, if I have to, you know, if something goes down, we can send him. But like, I'm not going to give you a call <laughs> before you go on duty. Fucking nerd! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna give him hell for this. It's yeah. It, <laughs> it was funny. I, we're, we're I don't understand opposites. it. We're the complete opposites when it comes to like being a police officer. Because like the few times where I've had to do like law and order type shit, like on military bases, dude, I am lazy as fuck. I don't give updates. I'm just like, I'm just kind of fucking there. I'm like, man, this fuck this shit. This shit's gay as shit. Fuck this. Like, we're complete opposites. Listen, I, I'm sure, like, it was when we first started dispatching for his agency. <laughs> I'm sure I did something to piss him off. I was his dispatcher one night, and he sat in Hartzell, and all he did all night, he didn't pull anybody over. He just made me run tags all night. He would key up central. I need a tag jet, and he would give me the tag. I'd read it back to him. He go ten four, no further. And like three minutes later, we'd run another one. He did that all night for ten hours at least. We ran tags. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker is about to piss me off. That's that's funny. That's funny. Huh? Uh, yeah. Say hi. Hi. Hi, hey, Karen. Karen. What's up? They said, "What's up?" Huh? You gonna say something else? Oh, it, oh, we forgot to say because we were not on. We didn't get a chance to pod when uh, 
for her birthday, but happy birthday. Happy birthday, Karen. She said thank you. She's going to bed. <laughs> All right, guys. So we got a we got a couple segments for this for today's podcast. Um where would you guys like to start at? Y'all wanna start heavy or y'all wanna start light? Mm. You know I'm what? Thinking, I'm we thinking can, heavy than We can go ahead. We can we can start with the NFL. I hope one of y'all has this pulled up because I don't I don't have it where I can access it. About Eugene Chung? Uh, I'm, yes. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm I'm getting it now. I'm getting I was it gonna now. say I, I, I read it and kind of memorized the uh the article. I, I I got it right here. So we should talk about Kwame Brown. The legend. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Okay. We can so, we can talk about it because I'm pretty sure me and you are gonna fall on different sides of that. Well, we can, but uh, but first, let's let's go ahead and get into this here. So, um, Eugene Chung uh, is an article that says from ESPN. Uh, Eugene Chung says he was called not the right minority during NFL coaching interview. Former NFL offensive lineman and assistant coach Eugene Chung, who is Korean, says he was told he was not the right minority while interviewing for an NFL coach coaching job this offseason. He goes on to say it was it was said to me, well, you're really not a minority, Chung said during a uh, webinar uh, Thursday, according to the Boston Globe, adding, I was like, wait a minute. The last time I checked, when I looked in the mirror and brushed my teeth, I was a minority, according to Chung, after he was asked the interview. After he asked the interviewer to explain, he was told he was not the right minority that we're looking for. Chung did not identify the team in question, but said he was stunned to hear. So let me say this here, because me and TJ, I, I say William also, but me and TJ, we're huge football fans. And when I heard that, I was at the gym and I immediately got hot and I immediately, besides being in the gym, but I immediately got angry because the NFL just doesn't fucking get it. <laughs> they don't, they don't fucking get it. And it's not about, it's, 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 not, it's, it still goes back to, in my opinion, with Black Lives Matter, with what's happening with Cap and all this other stuff. The point is, is to hire the person that is qualified for the job. It does not matter about race, skin color, well, honestly, race. It does not matter. To tell a man in his face that you're not the right minority is a fucking slap in the face. It's fucked up. It's to, it's, it's to say... How did I explain this? I, I explained it to one of you. You said it's I, like a picture... Like with the NFL missing the point, it's like the pitcher telling you the pitch. Yeah, and you so still it's like can't a, hit it. It's like it's like the the NFL NFL is the, the 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 batter, and we're literally telling you, hey, this is the pitch. We're gonna throw it at you right now. This is when you need to swing, and we throw it at you, and you fucking miss the ball. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking moron. 
You just don't fucking get, I, and I don't, and I, I said, I said, I put a tweet about this because I was like the NFL, and I don't know if it was any of the own. We don't know the owner, but you're just a fucking moron to have a man. First off, to for a person for uh, for a person to go out for a job interview to go to to want to step up his level from being an assistant coach to probably something else is already hard enough. Like you have to have. Have you have to have confidence? That's like going to a job interview. You have to have some type of confidence. But to sit there in the job interview and tell them, "Yeah, we're not, not really wanting to hire you because if you're not really the minority that we're looking for." What? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I get it, and it's the thing. It, it's mm-hmm. and, and to and and while I'm I'm ranting here, it is actual a thing. Where like if there's too many women at work, they have to hire a man for for that. But it's it's like that shit is so fucking stupid. It's so it's so stupid. If one of my friends told me, or if they told me or at a job interview, they said, "Yeah, like you 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 fit the criteria. You have everything we're looking for, but you're just not the minority that we're looking for." I will fucking have a come apart. I will come across that fucking desk. I will. Th- that's an insult. Am I wrong? No, nah, you're right. hundred like, percent. Like, and I, I'll say it this way: and he didn't. He didn't list the team or anything like that. And I'm not trying to sound like a hypocrite, but I'm still gonna watch football because I fucking love football. But if it was my, if it was the Steelers that said some shit like that. You best believe I will never support them. I will never support the Steelers. I, and I, and if I, if we ever get word about whoever did that, I will never support the the individuals that said that to that man or the organization. That's my two cents. Right, and that's listen. I gotta give Mister Chung a lot of credit. He's a lot better man than I am. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. I would have put them all the way on blast. Oh, for I sure. Like it was this guy for this team. His office is here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. They'd have been uh, hashtagged had... like a motherfucker. It's like hundred percent. And uh, I just, uh, William, you, you go first. Because this, uh, it's, it's an interesting perspective that we have here with the three of us, because Chung is Korean and William is Korean. And obviously in this interview, what they were saying is they really wanted to hire a black coach. A hundred percent is what that guy meant. Right. But it's like, it's like you're trying to be so woke that you have come full circle into being a fucking racist. Cause that's an incredibly racist thing to say to somebody. Yeah. You're in the inception. You're in a dream inside of a dream. <laughs> You're in <an> inception. <laughs> it blows my mind. But go ahead, William. I was gonna say is like you know, I like it, it's kind of bad that when I read that, like when you first told me about it, TJ, my initial thought was, and you know, it, it's still something I'm trying to work out of myself is like, well, quit bitching about it. Just you know, be quiet and move on. But you know, it's you know, it's not really the right answer. Like, this is shit that you need to speak up about, and like, this is something I've never really talked to anybody about, except I mean, except for Sarah, of course. But like, you know, I've heard it a number of times. Is 
well, you're not actually colored. You're, you know, you're not really, I've even heard that. Like, you're not really a minority. It's like, all right, cool. I, I mean, you just kind of shut up and you move on about it. So like, I understand exactly what he's feeling and what is being said to him. And like, it is kind of difficult, like being half Asian and half white. Cause like, there have been a number of times where like I've been kind of on the outside because of my Asian side. And then, you know, when I've tried to intermingle with Asian people a few times or whatever, I'm on the outside because, well, you know, my white side. So it's, yeah, it, I don't know. It's, it's kind of difficult and hard to talk about, but so it, it's fucked up. Let, let me it's say this. To it. Let me say this for that because, um, first off, like I, I wanted, I, I just want to say this because having being mixed race is going to be the the whole foundation of America. Like at some point, when the founding fathers brought all these people all around, all the way around to collide in this one here in this one place of course there's going to be mixed races like you stupid fucks like how do you not understand that that was not that was going to happen at some point it's going to happen like and i and i I, it it it, it was going like i'm I'm talking like initially like before they were like oh they it's an abomination no because that's the thing that's being said still to this day like you must shut the fuck up. It's like I, I I fuck who I want. I'll sleep with whoever I want. I'm not a hoe, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, I, like you can't, like you 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 have no you have no right to tell somebody, hey, you don't belong here because of your because uh, you're not minority. First off, a minority is can be can be white, black. It could be anything. That's why HBCUs... Just depends on where you're at. Exactly, because I was just about to say that. HBCUs, they're scholarships for minorities, which are white people, Caucasians. There is... I got a freaking minority... I got a uh, minority scholarship. And I I was bugging out. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, man, this is... I was like... I called them. I was like, hey, uh, what is this? And they were like, yeah, this is something from the government, and it's just... It's for you. And I'm like... What? <laughs> like I was bugging out, okay. but I was like, I was like, this is a lot of money, <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? It's a trap. Like, yeah. The IRS got my ass. No, I was like, I, like, uh-uh. I swear, to, I, I didn't scholarship. check. I didn't take that. Yeah. Oh, it, it was. It was a scholarship. But it, after a while, I was like, what the fuck is this? But like I said, like it's like. You have like nobody has the fucking right to set, tell another person, "Hey, you're not a right of this minority." I don't give two fucks. I I, I don't. I, if if I hear a black person say that to one of my friends, like William, I'm going to bug the fuck out. If I hear somebody, and TJ knows this already, if one uh, if somebody says anything cross to to any of my Caucasian friends, I'm going to bug the fuck out. Like. That's how I was raised. It's not, don't fucking worry about people's color. Like, if I cut you open, you're going to have, ba- you're, you're just a bag of guts just like I am. You oh, yeah. bleed red just like I do. And you will. 
So like, <laughs> what, what? Shut up. And, like, <laughs> I mean, you're. I mean, you're like, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, it just like that whole point. They just like TJ said. They just trying to be so woke, and then try to look good. Try. It's like. It's like the stupid, the stupid kid, you know, trying to be cool with the the group of kids in school, and when they do something that approves to that one group, they still look like an idiot to everybody else. Yeah. Like, congratulations, and, and, NFL! You're fucking McLovin right I'm, now, I'm, and, I, and I'm rambling. <laughs> at, I'm rambling at the moment because, like, when I get angry like this, I I ramble, but, um. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's I, I, the way I see it. The way I see it is it's kind of like it's kind of like whenever it's the same thing as when Hollywood tries to add something to an established character that doesn't add substance. For example, um, there were talks about creating a Spider-Man that was gay. Oh, there's nothing wrong with being gay. All right, perfectly fine. Do what you want. But the question is, what does it add to the character? What kind of substance does it create? Does it create a new – does it create a more powerful, stronger character? It doesn't. It doesn't create greater character development. He's already gone through enough development as is. Right. The character is an established one. Why are you trying to change it? And then it's all seen as, well, you're just doing this just to throw it into my face and try to enforce people's opinions. Like ex- Another example is the new Starfire um, – is an obese uh, goth teen that is trying to be transgender. Like, like there's no need for that. There's already an established character that is the daughter of Starfire. Why do you feel the need to throw all this in there? There, it's the same thing. There's no need to throw, you know, color or race into right. this, uh, into this job. Right. It's what what is needed. We need somebody that can get the job done. Can Eugene Chung get the job done? If he can, great, awesome. If he can't, fuck off. I mean, that's all you there know is what? to it. Well, 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 TJ, when you give your remarks here, I'm going to look at his like where he's been because him being an offensive lineman, like I think we have a general idea of what he what he's done. But uh, go ahead and uh, it it's just, and I I think the waters get muddied at times because I think the vast majority of rational people would agree with like what Mike's saying. Mike, basically, if, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, the way I'm understanding it, and just to sum up what you're saying is we're not asking to be treated special. We're asking to be treated the same. Exactly. Right. And I think the vast majority of rational people believe that. I think sometimes the water gets muddied up because there are people who legitimately wanted to be treat want to be treated special. You're not special. You're a person just like everybody else. Right? You gotta earn what you get. Mm-hmm. And, but and that's like I said, I just think people try to be so woke that they they miss the point. Like it's I don't know, and it, it's it's weird for me to speak on it because obviously, being white, I haven't had to deal with this kind of stuff, right? But I don't. It it also seems really patronizing a lot of the stuff that that they want to do or the things the way they want to present things. Like speaking about the NFL, there's this thing called the Rooney Rule, right? Where you have to interview a certain number of minority candidates. 
for whatever open. You have to. What? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like the spirit of it is probably like they're trying to do the right thing, but there have been so many you know, predominantly African-American coaches who said, I knew good and well, I'm not, there's no way I'm getting this job. They just brought me in here to satisfy that, that requirement. And like, that's gotta be so patronizing. <laughs> like that's that, gotta be that's a horrific to me. Hundred percent. I'm just yeah. here to fill the company. Like, yeah. It's just, again, I, and I think it was, you know, I think, they're trying, like, I think the intent was good, but it's just that it doesn't make any sense. You know, like, I, I don't know. And this is definitely something that is for, from a sports standpoint that doesn't, I, I've never understood. And like in my fandoms, the th- teams I really keep up with, this happened years ago at Alabama. Oh, uh, I know exactly what you're going to say. Sylvester Croom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Ev, he was so it, – it was obvious that Sylvester Croom should have had this job. And they gave it to Mike Shula. And not that Mike Shula – you know, he had the – he was an offensive coordinator. He had a resume. He was on his way up, you know, and he had the, you know, the name and had been a, a you know, former Alabama quarterback. I get all that. But it was night and day the experience level, the success level, all of this. But see, this so is the thing. This is the thing with that. I, I'm sorry to cut you off there. Didn't Kroom play at Alabama also? Yeah. Kroom was – he was one of, if not the first, black starting centers in the SEC. Because back in the day, because it was fucked up like it was, you know, you didn't have – even when they integrated teams, you didn't have a black quarterback, middle linebacker, or center. It's just why people believed for some reason. Right. And Bear Bear Bryant said, "Well, this guy's the best lineman I got, and like the smartest dude on my team. So he's my starting center. Y'all can just deal with it." So he did that. Played for a little while in the NFL, and just he had this resume. And again, he's one of he's he coached for Bear Bryant. He's one of Bear's boys. Like, how does he not get the job at Alabama? And that the only reason was because they didn't think Alabama was ready for a black head coach and they hired Mike Shula. And again, at, at any other time, I understand the hiring of Shula, but it wasn't right at that point. So Kroon took the job at Mississippi state and whipped Mike Shula's ass for about four years. I was going to say, oh, that, yeah. that, that, he, those are some dark dead. days for Alabama. Yeah. yeah th- those were, <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> it was like three coaches after their last championship. It was just like the dark times. <laughs> it was rough. I, I felt bad for y'all. I, I mean, remember it wasn't vividly. that bad. It wasn't that. It wasn't bad. I, I'm a Harvard fan, I'm, so I can say it's not bad. But like, whoop that ass. <laughs> Tommy Pepperville just used to maul Mike Shula. <laughs> I remember vividly, right? And we're getting completely sidetracked here. But just to talk about people talk about, oh, everybody in Alabama fan now that they good. Let me tell you something. I remember vividly wearing my little Alabama hat and reading a newspaper article, and we were really excited because Alabama had beat a higher ranked opponent, and it really looked like we could get the season going in the right direction. You know who that opponent was? It was the number 24th ranked Southern Miss Golden Eagles. <laughs> and we were excited about it. Okay. <laughs> so listen to me. Jesus. I know. Right. I know. That's rough, pain. That's rough I know bro. Pain. 
<laughs> it, but, it was it was rough. Yeah. Uh, but to, uh, for Eugene, for Eugene uh, Chung, um, he played in the league for five years. He was the first. He was the first round thirteenth overall pick for the New England Patriots in the nineteen ninety two draft. He played three years with the the Patriots from ninety two to ninety four, and then ninety five played. Uh, for ja- uh, Jacksonville, and then from there went to Indiana. Um, like obviously, and and it's and it seems to me that this guy has he's he's been in the league. He's been, you know, just 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 been about it because he he graduated from Virginia. Um, I'm trying to find out his coaching his coaching history. I mean, he had. He- I did a quick read on him. He has an impressive resume. Okay. I mean, it's good. So, like, I, I'm not sure, like, at that point, like, that would have actually, in all honesty, that would have tipped, <laughs> if, if if we're going to just entertain the idea of being woke, that would have tipped them in the, the the best possible way. But they are so fucking stupid that they didn't even realize that. But – it's it's I I, I know there's not a chance in hell that uh, he's not going to hear this podcast, but I say this like uh, Coach Chung, we support you. We hope that you you get your job and uh, not that job. You better not than there. That job. No, you better than them. Fuck them people. Who, whoever they are, you beat the Fuck shit you. out of them. <laughs> <laughs> If it's my Steelers, I want you to beat the shit out of them. I'm <laughs> sure he can. The man's like six foot four, so. Oh yeah, he's I, he's a gargantuan human being. He's six four. I, yeah. I completely agree with what Mike said. If it comes out that it was the Dallas Cowboys that did that shit, fuck them. I'm about to say fuck them anyway, because I'm getting tired of this mediocre bullshit. But on a serious note, if that was them, they can go straight to hell. You know what's is wild? Wait a minute. Let's see, let me see this here because it says here. He coached the he coached the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and their championship team. He was the the O line coach when he they won the Super Bowl the, and won the Super Bowl, and they had one of the most one of the uh, an impressive offensive line. Man, are you man. fucking stupid? <laughs> you got a coach that won a Super Bowl at the office. <sighs> I'm done. I'm I'm off this. Uh, I, I'm done. I'm mm. I'm a passionate person for my for my big fellas, mm-hmm. but that I'm I'm done. I'm done with that. I hope I hope they I hope we find out who did it. I hope they get canceled. But to to go back to what you were saying, TJ, um, and I'm sorry to cut you off. What you were saying there that you said that uh, he did the right thing of not co- commenting. Yeah, he did the right thing because like he can mm. use that as leverage to kind of go for another job. Yeah, like, again, technically, yes. From a moral standpoint, that's the right thing. But there's part of me that's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe he should have. You know what would have just just burned the internet down? I'm just speculating. I have no, I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that's who it was. But if it came out that it was the fucking Redskins, or the Washington (laughs) Daniel Snyder. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> they oh. Would just, Twitter would crash. 
ESPN would burn to the ground. Oh. <laughs> Look, D- DC would burn. <laughs> it would oh. just be it would be D- horrific. District of Columbia would burn. Like, oh my, my god. I, I will I say this though. Fathom that. We're, Wait, we're what go- did you call them? Hold on, I'm sorry, William. What did you call oh, them, TJ? I, I called them by the old name. They are the Washington. <laughs> they football are the team. Washington okay. football team. <laughs> Officially, they're not the engines anymore. Easy. They were never. <laughs> they, 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 they were never that. <laughs> but go ahead, T. Oh, William, what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, I, I hear what y'all are saying about, like, from a moral standpoint, he did the right thing by not diming the person or the team out, but. To me, like the reason, the part of the reason why I believe um, Asians aren't necessarily seen as a minority is because we are, you know, for the most part, pretty quiet and docile people. Of course, there are exceptions, but you know, we're pretty quiet and docile people, and so we don't like to make a lot of fuss. And to me, like seeing that, like seeing him, like you know, I'm not going to make a lot of fuss. I'm just going to say, hey, this happened. But I'm not gonna dime them out. To me, that kind of fits along with the narrative. And I'm just like, dude, no, fuck that. Like, if you wanna make some fucking change, if you really wanna get people's eyes open, you better make some fucking noise. You better get hostile and get mm-hmm. violent. And, and yeah, go ahead. That's what that's what needs to happen. I mean, that that's all there is to it. Yeah. Like and and the, th- and the crazy thing is, and again, why I use the the pitcher and batter uh reference is that there was a shooting in Georgia in Atlanta with those the uh, the Asian community that lost those those ladies at the the nail salon. Oh yeah, the the, uh, the spa. Yeah. I'm sorry, at the spa. Yeah. And then the kicker for Atlanta, he's and he's Asian. He spoke forth also. This is the greatest time to go ahead and say something, and kind of make a, a step ahead. Again, we told you the pitch. Somebody getting a text? What is I would say some, somebody's phone is getting close to some kind of electronic device. It's my PlayStation controller. Okay. Put I'm the saying, PlayStation controller down. My, mine's next to my gun, so. Your, wait, but, your I controller? Mean, or? Oh. No, my gun. My brand, new, my brand new pistol. Not that it matters. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But no, no, it's it's just that they just had the pitch. They had everything lined up in front of them, and they still get a, a freaking gutter ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm 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 done with that. I, I, I'm off. I'm, if you guys have anything else to say about it, I mean, I'll On let you go On to ahead, a but... lighter subject. <laughs> yes, lighter. How light, my ask. I, I really want to talk about the gym thing. Okay, go ahead. So, Mike, TJ, you know we're 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 gym rats. Just a couple, you know, a couple of regular old gym rats and whatnot, lifting and doing things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And something, something, Mike, mm-hmm. that you've addressed. You and who is that bodybuilder on Instagram? The guy with the British accent that is so wholesome. No, Noel, that Noel guy. I think it's Noel something. Uh, I know who you're talking about. That man is wholesome as fuck. But you and him, uh, you two talk about it quite a bit. It's like, it's like new people coming to the gym. That's something like 
we've never talked about, but I feel like we should, especially with us being so into fitness as we are. Right. It's like, you know, when you're when you're just now entering into you know brand new waters, it can be intimidating, it can be scary. I understand that completely, mm-hmm. and that's TJ. Please, for the love of God, get your fucking PlayStation controller away from the fucking phone. Please. Just, Fine. Thank you. Take the hint. We already said something about it. Fucking it was fine. Christ. Oh, my God. I'm I got like, short I'm, arm. I was like, he's going to continue doing this. <laughs> and I know he wants to play aggressively because I can hear the analog banging against the plastic. I can hear it. And I was like, I know he wants to get aggressive. I know I'm he ain't making title. them cuts that he wants. I know he ain't making them cuts that he want to make. <laughs> I'm in a title fight, okay? <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah. For a moment, <laughs> pause <laughs> it. So, what I was gonna say is like, what we want to address is like when new people come to the gym and you have that intimidation. You see all these people that are fit and are going hard, just kind of going about their thing freely care, you know, they all carefree and they don't really, you know, give a shit and you're brand new. You're, you're just now coming into the fitness community. You're whether it's trying to lose weight, gain weight, whatever it might be. And that's something that I feel like we should address. So Mike, what, what are your thoughts on it? Like, what, what would you say to somebody brand new coming to the gym and they're kind of just off in the corner they look shy and they don't know. They don't. They look like they don't know what they're doing. What would you say to them to get them going? If you don't know anything, ask. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and lie because if because like it's always been that. TJ, what the fuck? <laughs> this motherfucker has zero <laughs> podcast etiquette. <laughs> Continue. You're worse than Kramer in the episode of Seinfeld. He's trying to record that movie. I love that episode. What are you doing? I'm giving the dog some water, goddammit. All right. All right, understandable. Okay, so. All right, so. um, Ask. I mean, I'm not, for me, because of how I have, with my face, I have RBF. I have resting bitch face. Um, When I'm, when I'm, when I'm. When I'm when I'm working out, I don't look happy at all. Generally, when I'm just sitting around, I don't look happy at all. But like, if you talk to me, I will. I, I'm something that my therapist has told me is that uh, I am a feeder. So if you give me good energy, I'm going to give you great energy. I'm gonna match you. So ask if you don't know how something works, or you just you see me doing something, you're like, hey man, how does that work? Ask me. I, I have no problem with taking time out of my workout to tell you, like, hey, how's this working? Give you my name. If you have any questions, if you need a spot, just let me know. I have no problem with that. Don't be Zero. intimidated by the fact that Mike is this pumped up Adonis of a man squatting just <laughs> insane amounts of weight. Thanks for calling me an Adonis, man. I really appreciate that. Four, four, uh, <laughs> four plates on each side for reps. And he's saying, for, just, oh, man, just, I feel weak. And I'm like... Bitch. I you do. So, that. 
But I mean, I'm just saying, like, because I I get that, and I'm like, listen, hey, it takes time. Like, I was like, I remember when I first started out. I remember when I first started out, and I could barely squat 225. Like, my back, it was all back. My ass was twerked up. It was poked up in the air, and then I would just do a good morning at the end of the rest. (laughs) Bro, you didn't fix that shit until, like, senior year. Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) But (laughs) it just takes time. So... To my kings and queens that want to go out there and get back into the gym or just want to just in, just try to figure things out, just take your time. Like, Rome wasn't built in one day. And I, and I use the gym as life, as a life lesson. It's, some things just take time. It does. It just takes time. The right personal goals, where you want to be, what you want to do. And just go from there. If you have questions or anything that I can help you with personally, per se, because I'm going to school for it, let me know. I'll, I'll try to help you as best as I can. But, yeah, just it's, – it's, it'll all come together. It will. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. TJ, what would you say to someone I mean, that looks like they don't know what they're doing and they need some help? Uh, I would echo all of those sentiments. And I would also tell them – because it took me a while to kind of get this – the big jacked up dude in the corner that like the intimidating guy, the guy that planet fitness doesn't want in there. You know, <laughs> the guy that like you're in the gym and you're like, God, I wish I looked like that dude. Like, but, and you get in, like, there's this kind of embarrassment of like not being able to lift heavy, you know, or obviously like be safe, bring the weight down. If you can't do it with proper form, I don't need you snapping your shit in front of me. Right. <laughs> like, Take care of yourself. Because then I got to do something. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Right. The thing that I've really learned about those guys, right, those intimidating guys that that you think about, is they they didn't get that way. They don't look like that because they're paying attention to your ass. They don't care what you're doing. Right. They they ain't worried about you. Right. Right. And most of them, it's (laughs) – these guys love talking about the gym. They love talking about this, right? Our group chat between the three of us, it's just like funny ass gym memes. So if you walk <laughs> up to him, now don't walk up to him in the middle of a set, you know, like you could tell when a guy's in between stuff, ask him a question. We love talking about this shit, right? And I'm not putting myself in that category of like the dude that everybody looks at in the gym, but like we, they love it. They, they enjoy talking about it and teaching, right? So it, don't don't be scared to ask somebody something. Just like I said, take care of yourself, right? I don't need you, you know, I don't need you winding up on gym fails because you folded yourself over on a power clean, all right? <laughs> like, like take, take care of yourself, use proper form, take your time, you know, war, do your fucking warm-ups. Don't be an idiot like me yes. and just walk there and start slinging weight around that might be okay when you're 17 right but when it hit, don't last when you hit when you hit 21 it's nope it's done it's game over it starts to slide a little <laughs> you better you better do a fucking warm-up kiddo absolutely um another thing is like a lot of those guys that are like like you see that are really big like the big guys that look like they just look angry or probably or like one of the nicest people you know, that, you know me that's what, that's what i was thinking like <laughs> Like you look at like CT Fletcher, he like massive, angry looking motherfucker. Like this dude looks like he would just like show fatality your ass, just, like rip your spine out of your asshole and then you know beat your bloody corpse with it. 
But like, he's actually a pretty swell dude. Like he he's all right. He like I mean, he, he's, he really he's a is. nice guy. He does a lot really of charity is. work and shit. Like, I mean, it it goes back to like a, a an old saying I heard is like some of the strongest and most violent people you meet are also the nicest. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of experience, because of what they felt, what they've gone through, because they've gone through the exact same shit you've gone through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 like I said, I use it as a life lesson when you walk in the gym. A, a lot of times, you know, for and it was something that t- like William said it with the the first segment. It's just something that you know we just don't talk about. You know, it's it's. You, your well-being, your mental health, like this, like when you get into the gym, like it might be just a shitty day. Trust me, I've had a numerous of shitty days. Mm. But when you get in that gym, you start moving, you know, you start using that that frustration that you had at work uh, with a significant other or whatever, the circumstances, you use that. And you use it into your workout, and then I promise you, you will feel so much better. It's scientifically proven that you your body releases uh, is serotonin or melatonin. serotonin, ser- ser- serotonin, 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 yeah, serotonin, yeah. That your body releases that, and it helps in with your endorphins and helps with kind of your mood. So it's it's like I I try to get a lot of people to go to the gym, not because I'm saying that they're fat. I'm not saying it at all, but like. You just like when you get that pump and you get you you have that sense of you have completed a goal for the day, and it makes you feel great. That's a dopamine dump Every, right there, buddy. Yes, and 100%. and and to be to be happy is what it's all about. I want to see my boys, my girls, my, everybody, the people in my circle to be the happiest they can be. It doesn't, and and like I said, it goes to the gym is that you will see other people hit PRs. While you're kind of stagnant, but that's okay because your time is going to come where you're going to hit that PR. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep grinding and you have to keep going. It might not come anytime soon. Trust me, I'm there now, but it's going to come. So just stick with it. Yeah. And there's there's one more thing I'd like to say. Well, two things. One, when you go start going to the gym, you're gonna initially have that that jump, those newbie gains. Is what oh, we yeah. call. Them. You're going to spike, right? Because your body is capable of doing so much more than you realize mm-hmm. just in your day-to-day life. And your body's going to realize that, right? And you're going to jump. Then you, it's going to slow down a little bit. And you're going to have those days where you're like, God, I just really do not fucking feel like going to the gym. Like, I'm telling you, those are the days you need to go the most. I'm not talking about rest days. You got to have, you know, you got to have days scheduled in there to rest. I'm talking about like, you're supposed to go in there and do arms or you're supposed to, nobody skips arm day, but you're supposed to go do legs or back. You know what I mean? And you're just, God, I'm just not fucking feeling it. I'm telling you, go. A, you will feel better afterwards. B, this doesn't logically make any sense from a scientific standpoint. I am convinced that those are the days you get stronger. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that day you don't want to be there and you're not feeling it and you push through that because mm-hmm. I'm convinced so much of this is mental. Oh, yeah. 100%. Your, your muscles are so, like, you know, your muscle or even your endurance is capable of so much more than what you can actually lift. If that makes any sense. Right. I'm convinced that so much of it is between your ears. Right. That, well, I had another point that I completely forgot. So we might start back around. 
<laughs> well, what I was going to say to add to your you TJ, what you said, like you know, you think that the most gains are made, you know, up between your ears is like an an old saying in the military is the the most important uh, space in the battlefield is six inches. Hey, you guys, your, carry on. Your ears. I'll be right back. All right. Is you know the most important spot on the battlefield is a six inches between your ears, like where you think, where you that's that's where you really start to develop your plan and whatnot. But like, <sighs> yeah, newbie games are going to happen for sure. But oh, Fuji, what man? Oh, we got we got a kitty cat. Yep, Fuji, come here. Come here. Wham, come here. Oh no, don't flop, you fat fuck. Hey, <laughs> hey William, I got a question. Yeah. You lied to me. You said you were selling me a puppy, and you sold me a goddamn horse. I told you it was mixed with a Great Dane. I told she, you she's so she big. It's gonna be huge. I told you that. It's literally she's, in the description. She's such a baby. She's such a sweetheart. But good God, yeah, no, you probably take shits like a horse. She does, and she <laughs> eats so much. She'll eat like we feed her inside. The same amount, and she'll just horse her food down. And Ty's still over there eating, and she won't go try to get his food, right? Because she knows, like, he's the big dog. She knows. Yeah. But, like, she'll just scarf her food down. Ty's still kind of, you know, taking his time, working on his, and she'll just go sit next to him and look at his bowl <laughs> <laughs> the entire time he eats. He go eat your comb, bread. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, then, um, <laughs> Damn, it's, it's yeah. funny. I, I'm Ooh, sorry, man. My, I'm sorry. It's all good. My second point, and I wish Mike was here for this, but do it. Yes, for me personally, right? And again, I'm wired different. There's two feelings that I cannot replicate anywhere else, right? And that's again, this is just me. This is not going to be for everybody. Catching a PR fish of any species. I just, I can't, and especially when it's something that I've put together and figured out and then it happens, there's nothing like that. And moving a weight that you've never moved before or moving a weight than you've ever moved, right? Like I just benched 300 pounds for three, right? That's not much in the pantheon of power lifters and weightlifters. That's not, that's not really that impressive at all. But 300 pounds was like, I was fighting and clawing just to, just to get there. And I did. And now I just did it three times. And you remember when we first started lifting, that was like the milestone. Was yeah. bench for 100 pounds. Yeah. Get them three plates. Yeah, that was Absolutely. it. And now I just hit that for three. That's so like, I can't, if you've never done it, I, I can't put it into words how awesome that is. You know, it, it just—I don't know. I can't, I can't quantify it. What I would say to a newbie is, honestly, a, a vast majority of your work is going to be outside of the gym. For real, it's going to be at your when you're sitting at home, you've got nothing to do. Get on your phone, your laptop, whatever. Research. Do some googling, like. Look up, like, how to do an exercise. What exercises are best for whatever you're trying to achieve? Are, are you, are, you know, you're trying to achieve mass, okay? 
go follow Bradley Martin on YouTube and follow his fitness videos. Or, better yet, I'm willing to bet. I'm I'm willing to bet my entire paycheck that every new person going into a gym knows at least one gym rat that has – Tons of exercise plans that they can that that gym rat would be willing to give to them for free. So I mean, the information is out there. That's that's the main thing. Is like to me, like the the vast majority of your problems is going to be information. Find that information, seek it out. Like actually take the time to research your movements, what you need to do, your programming, what how you need to eat, how you need to rest. I need to stretch. For the love of God, please stretch. That is a hard lesson I'm just now learning. And learn when to stretch. Yes, you don't want to to stretch. And try to stretch. Yes, exactly. We all know a Dom Mazzetti in our lives, okay? So, yeah, listen to your friends who do this, but research it too, because there's a lot of shitty bro science out there. Trust, but verify. And also, like, that like we're not all the same what somebody else does you know we know people who ate whatever the fuck they wanted and you know worked out however the fuck they wanted and they're jacked as shit that's not gonna work for everybody right like you know you're gonna have to get your shit dialed into what you can and figure out what you like right like i like powerlifting I don't like doing anything more than like eight reps ever. I do it because I have to. I don't like it. All right. I want to do eight or less heavy ass reps and then sit there for three minutes and then do this shit again. Right. That might not be what you want to do. You might be wanting to do more like bodybuilder stuff, you know, 12 to 15 reps, drop sets, you know, you may be wanting to do more calisthenic stuff. We're going to make fun of you if you do CrossFit, but that's fine. You don't have to care what they say. <laughs> just, okay. just don't drink the Kool-Aid. Just trust don't, me. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, but just find what you enjoy. Do something, right? If you, if you want to be a runner, I don't understand you. You're wired weird. But if you just want to run long distances for fun, go for it, Right. Just right. find something that you enjoy, because if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to do it. I don't care how effective it is, what kind of results. Are. If you're miserable every day, you're not going to do it. You're not going to continue it. I'll say that that is 100 percent correct, because I like I just came off of a program that's it's online. You can find it. It's completely free. Just look up Thor, like, you know, the God Thor three, look up Thor three and you'll find it. And it's a program that's designed to get people ready for special operations. And I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Like, I was like, this, this fucking sucks. This, is, this shit is trash. But then also to add on to what TJ said, is like, you know, you got to do what you enjoy. You might have to spend some money. And, I mean, that's just all there is to it. Like, I just started a new program called 18 Alpha Fitness, which is, again, designed to get you ready for special operations, but it's completely different from Thor 3, and it is beating the fuck out of me. I had to pay $170 for it, but I love it. It's great. And you're going to have to spend money, but you have to – to me, like, in the long run, it's not about aesthetics. It's not about how you look. It's not about – how you perform, whatnot. What I want you to stop and think about is 
where am I going to be in 20 years? Am I going to be so weak and frail that I can't, you know, do this or that whenever it's needed? Or am I going to be so overweight that I can't even take, you know, I can't even do this with my friends or with my family. Like, that's what I want you to look at. It's like, it's a life or death thing. I want you to look at, like, I want you to look at the gym as your saving grace. Are you going to be able to sustain life as you are now without the gym? And that's, to me, that's the biggest thing is like, just overall health. Just be healthy. That's it. And we, we keep saying the gym because that's what we do and that's where we go. And that's kind of the generic thing. But like, if that's not your, if you want to go find, you know, trail, if you got, you know, trails close to you, if you live close to, you know, like a national park and you want to go hiking, something like that, it doesn't have to be in a box gym with heavyweights clanging everywhere. Although I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. Kayaking, anything. Absolutely. Just find something to be active that you like. If it's basketball, if you want to join the YMCA and go play pickup basketball three or four times a week, just something. Yeah. Basically, America, get off your ass and do something because you'll feel better for it. In the words of C.T. Fletcher, it is still your motherfucking set. Damn straight. All right, let's get Mike back in here. Right. Nobody can hear me. But, um, no, you guys hit the nail on the head. Um Everybody's body is different. Uh, do your research. Um, there's no one size fit all in workouts. Uh, me and me and TJ, uh, I, I predominantly would say that we like um, the the power lifting aspect. Hold up, don't get me out of that. I love lifting heavy. I just can't. no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me clean up what I'm about to say because there's more to what I was about to say. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that it like the, uh, it's not that you don't we, you don't like lifting heavy. It's just with what you're working for because you said this, what you're working for. Yeah, power lifting wouldn't be the greatest thing for you. It wouldn't help you. Especially within the military and what you what you're about to be promoted to. So. Mm, what? I don't want. I want to live heavy. Everybody wants to lift. Everybody wants to lift heavy when there's like four, like three something on there, or three eighty or four hundred five for eight reps, and then everybody's like, "No, I don't want to do oh, that anymore." No, no, Count <laughs> me out, homie. But um, but but yeah, you guys, you you guys hit the nail on the head. Um, last thing I would say is uh, for the women, please, you know, don't be afraid to use those weights. Also, you're mm-hmm. welcome to those weights just as any other guy. And if there is a guy that's just giving you the creeper vibes, um, I. I, I hate that because <laughs> I wish that there was something I could say to be like, all right, everybody, this is universal, but dudes, don't be the fucking creeper guy. Don't fucking just sit there and gawk at the girl. Like, keep it moving. What I would say, uh, what I would say to the women is like, if you if you got a creeper, stare him down, look him square in the eyes while you lift, and like be like as fucking angry as you can. Lift heavy, make some fucking demonic noises. Like, get aggressive. I would I would say say something to him where everybody in the gym can hear it. 
hundred percent. Make it make Ooh. it public AF. Ooh, damn. That's a good one. Like, I would, I yeah. mean, really. Yeah. I mean, for, for most guys, because I have a friend, she 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 was telling me about that, but like for most guys, like especially when we were younger, like we see like a little thick little mama walking around, you know. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> like I ain't nothing. I, I, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna count. I'm not gonna count. I'm like, yo, you look yeah, good. Man. When we were, uh, I mean, I don't do that. I don't. I don't be gawking. No. <laughs> it's like we all we all saw Seinfeld. It's like looking at the sun. You take a glance. You look away. Right. Some people just, but some people be just sitting there. Yeah. Just some looking. people be. Yeah. Some people look like a homeboy from uh, Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yeah, okay, dude. It's like, all right, bro. We get it. Come on. We get it. But um, but yeah, that's that's what I got to say. Um, just just ask for help. Take these guys' advice, and you'll be you'll be on the track. And one more um, thing for but, the ladies. But we one more. But, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. One more thing for the ladies. Uh-huh. Right. Girls think that lifting weights will make them like bulky and manly. Let me tell you mm-hmm. something. Powerlifting chicks got the best butts on this planet, and I will I will argue that with anybody. But ladies, get in there and do them squats, do that bench press and deadlift. I promise you, you will enjoy what happens. Women, women want to wonder, oh, why does this guy have a much better ass than me? Because he does lunges with weights. He does squats. He does deadlifts. He does barbell split squats. Why is why is Mike? Why is Mike thicker than frozen peanut butter? It's because so he squats all the damn time. Shut up! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Boy's looking thicker than a snake. I was I was hoping yeah. that we get through a freaking segment <laughs> without this being brought up. Um, all double cheeked up like that. God, <laughs> <laughs> mm. chill. Be easy. <laughs> chill, chill. But uh, I will say that uh, for this podcast, I mean, we, we will talk more about uh, mental health and everything there. I thought that would be a nice little thing, nice little segment for uh, for our listeners. But, yeah, uh, that should help. Uh, now, the next segment, uh, what was it? Mortal Kombat? Oh, Mortal Kombat. Because we've been pretty late. And we don't get paid for this shit. We're gonna give you a review <laughs> now. Uh, so I'm gonna let them take take the reins. TJ, and, you go first. Uh, Here we go first. Yep. It was it was fucking dope. Okay. If you went into a Mortal Kombat movie expecting the acting to be on par with like Citizen Fucking Kane, and the story was gonna make so much sense, it was gonna be wonderfully written and all that, you're a fucking retard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not what this movie was ever going to be that's not what this movie needed to be okay this movie needed to be brutal right and it needed to be to the point and I thought it was friggin awesome is it going to win any Oscars absolutely the fuck not are there points where the story doesn't really make sense absolutely right but the fight scenes were cool and it was bloody and gory as hell and it should be because it's mortal fucking combat mm-hmm. I loved it if I'm going out of 10, I would go solid 7 out of 10. You want me to go next? Yeah, you go next, Mike. Okay. So, first off, I'm going to 
Like, I, I, and I've played Mortal Kombat since I was, like, a kid. I followed the story and everything. First off, uh, everybody knows that uh, Bihan is a dick. Oh, my like, God. Don't <laughs> you even start with Every, this shit. We all knew this. Tundra. Tundra. His brother knew he was an asshole. We all knew Bihan was an asshole. Fuck okay? the Link Way. Fuck the Link Way. <laughs> Listen. What happened to the shit in Ryu? Like, I'm sorry, but you cannot blame that on us. Like, we were chilling. We were chilling. Literally, we were chilling. And, like, Bihan took his dumb ass, and, and, and he was just aggressive. He was just aggressive, and he wanted to fight. But... There's a difference between <laughs> aggress- there's a difference between aggressive and war crimes. Behind war crimes. <laughs> yeah, fuck behind. Like I, everybody knows behind is an asshole. Like I, I don't know I don't know how we can be, like for those of you who don't know, Behan is the original Sub Zero. Sub Zero is the moniker given to to the person who is the head the grand of the Link the grandmaster of the Link Way. Okay, so, and I'm not, I'm not going to explore what happens because, you know, honestly, everybody should have already saw, saw this by now. If you haven't, then go fuck yourself. We're spoiling it. Behind <laughs> is, the shit out of yeah, him. yeah, Behind was fucking niggas up. I ain't going to cap. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was a one-man, he was a one-man wrecking crew. Like, he was a problem. Yeah, he was a big ass problem. Jack said, uh, "I got six tours, motherfucker." <laughs> Sub Zero said, "You got no arms, motherfucker." <laughs> but okay, so gotta... my 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 uh my thing with the movie is, and I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Mm. Uh, would I watch? Would I watch it again? Um, probably not, because the problem is, um, the whole you've been chosen, you have the mark, and I'm like. Mother, like, that's so stupid. It's so cliche. I could just get a mark also. I don't want the mark. But, like, everybody I, I can, anybody can get a mark. mark. I don't, think I don't want mark. the mark. I don't want it. You <laughs> trust, me when I, I, trust, me, trust me when I say I don't want it. Luke Kane, as a kid, killed somebody, and he got the, the mark. But he killed, a child, he killed a child predator, so. Yeah. It's, a little it's, all, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. So, so the thing is, is like how they uh, awaken their special abilities. Uh, I, I I thought it was stupid because uh, Sonya got hers super fucking quick. There was no build up. There was nothing to it. Yeah, she be- she beat Kano. She got her little purple shooters out of her arms, which are supposed to be gadgets. Um, the main character, what's his uh, name? Uh, something Cole. Is it Jake Cole? No, Cole Young. Cole Young. Cole Young. Cole Young. Okay, first off, Cole Young is not part of uh, Scorpion's clan. All right, that was stupid. Like, Trash. Scorpion is the last of his clan. Yep, he is the last of his clan. He's not supposed to have anybody else in his clan. That was dumb. They that ruined it for me. So this is why it was tinkering down. Um, let's, let's, let's hold on. Let's be fair, very fair, okay? 
very few humans on this planet, even people who love the Mortal Kombat video games, are as deep into the lore as you are. And but that's, that's what, it but probably on. makes it harder for you to enjoy. <laughs> but like, if the, if but like, okay, for the lore, and you said you're you're a Star Wars fan. Like, mm-hmm. do you uh, like any of the newer uh, Star Wars? Yes. Okay then. <laughs> okay, then. They're not. They're not nearly the travesties that people act like. They're not oh, travesties. I'm not saying this movie okay. is a travesty. I'm not saying this movie is a travesty, but I'm just saying like you could have followed this a little bit better. Now, Kano and Cabal, oh, their little exchange that was, was was gold. Kano is <laughs> Kano is an absolute without a doubt. He's the best fucking part of this movie, and it's it's not close. Oh, for sure. Kano is was incredible. <laughs> He he, then, is, he is the Australian have, that I expect to meet whenever I come off the plane in Australia. And, and like, it, we have to assume, again, we, we try not to spoil too much of this, but we have to assume that, like, this is going to be kind of like the DBZ universe where death is just kind of a mild inconvenience. Well, for Behan, like, he's, he's supposed to become Noob Sabot. Well, he's already, the actor's already said that he will appear in other Mortal Kombat films. Yes, right. he's, he's going to yeah, he's gonna come back as Noob Cybot. And the way that they just kind of like dematerialized or whatever. And again, spoilers. We haven't actually had a tournament yet. This was set up for a tournament. So, like, I, these people are coming back. Also, uh, what do y'all help me out? The, the guy that plays Scorpio. Scorpio? Uh, <laughs> or Scorpion, oh, the, I'm sorry. The actual, <laughs> the actual yeah, the actor. Actor, I know, I know, I've seen him in he, several movies. I don't know. He's in Forty-Seven Ronin. Ronin, yeah. He's in he, Last Samurai. He was yeah. Kenji he's in also, Rush Hour he's Three. Also in Avengers he was in Game, and he's in. He Rush was Hour in. Three. He was in the. Uh, uh, damn it! What was the fuck? Wolverine. He was. Yep, mm-hmm. he was there. Do you know he's like fifty-seven? Worth it. Like that. <laughs> that guy. When I saw him he's as Scorpion, I was like, "Yes, they got yeah, it right." Absolutely. They I'm got so Scorpion right. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. But then they went ahead and made Cole Young part of his clan. And I was like, you fucking idiots. I'm not, <laughs> not that part of his clan. Again, <laughs> this, this is the part that I was talking about where I said Hollywood just doesn't listen. Like, they try to be so woke and shit. They're not exactly at, at trying the to be very woke, least. but they're just not listening. At the very least, we got a brutal R-rated Mortal Kombat movie. God, yes. Which is what it should have been from the beginning. Yeah. Right? Like, the original Mortal Kombat movie is absolute wet hot garbage. I never liked it, even when I was a kid. I would watch it. I would watch it before this. No. Yes. Not even a little bit. I will because also one, say... Because one reason... Listen. Listen to me now. One reason is one of our friends looked like Shao Kahn. <laughs> Bandy. <laughs> Bandy looks like Shao Kahn. <laughs> William tried to grow hair like Luke Kang. That did not work out too well at all. <laughs> so, Mike, you said you Scorp- would watch this movie again. Listen, listen right. to me now. Hold on. I got more. I got more. Luke Kang killed Sub Zero with the stupidest way of killing somebody, <laughs> killing him. He controls ice. Oh, he got killed by ice. <laughs> Use the element that brings life. Fuck you, Katana, you fucking 10,000-year-old Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage fighting Scorpion. <laughs> like, going through that whole maze was hilarious. 
talking about uh, Sub Zero's bushy eyebrows look like caterpillars. Oh, like yeah. it was just like it was so much. <laughs> I'm not saying that it was bad. I'm not saying that. Okay, let me rebuttal. It was so bad that it was. Yeah, it was. It was entertaining. It was so bad that it was entertaining, especially the CGI in Annihilation. It was so bad Dude, that no, 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 you can't even say Annihilation was entertaining. It was not entertaining at all. I found it amusing. So, Annihilation so, was terrible. <laughs> I found it. So, but listen, I found it amusing. They had night The soul in it. is mine. Uh, listen to me. Um, you said you wouldn't I'm watch cool this that. movie again. You wouldn't watch this movie. I, I probably wouldn't. Are you going to watch the sequels? Oh, yeah. Because I got a feeling like, first of all, Johnny Cage, if they get the right guy to do this, could Ryan be, he could be like Kano. See, listen, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> it's not going to be either him or John Cena. It would be hilarious. It, it has to be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Nobody can play as much of an egotistical dick as Ryan no. Reynolds can. That, and that's what I'm waiting for. Johnny Cage is going to be incredible. I will say that you could have had a wet mop play Sonya Blade, and it would have been pretty much the equivalent of what we got in this movie. She was awful. That's what I'm saying. Was, she was like, it was oh, I got my powers. That's not even the writing. Oh, my God. Like, the writing, like I said, the writing was iffy, but like Look, she was just bad. We need to address the real problem here. Why was Melina looking so goddamn thick and double cheeked up? They tried to hide it with them black <laughs> leggings, what but what you yeah. mean? Why? She oh always it looks, bro. God. It looked, it looked like two Christmas hams fighting for oven space, and I, I would let her. It was phenomenal, fruit. bro. I would <laughs> let her with the Baraka teeth and with those fucking teeth and all, just chomp my dick off and then slam her fucking cheeks onto my skull and crush it. But that's like that's the point of Molina, isn't it? Yeah, she's a butterface. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! I'm in. I'm all in. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm back. Watch, watch, uh. Katana not be anything like her sister. And that's oh, probably gonna not. disappoint me. Oh, that'd be so disappointing. That's probably gonna be so not. disappointing. And it, it, it will be because Katana or excuse me, Melina is supposed to be a direct clone of Katana. Exactly. So Katana's gotta be just double cheeked up also. And oh, gosh, oh man, if they <laughs> if they are <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. all right. So William, give us your rating. You didn't give us a out of ten. Seven point five. Seven point five, yeah. You you probably like me. You're like I just you just fucking the fights were great. I thought the the, 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 fatalities the, fight, were great. the fight choreography was great. The fatalities were great, and the few parts where there was practical effects, fucking good. Like when Kano rips a heart out of reptile and he's standing there holding it, like not the part where he rips, actually rips it out because that's CGI. But when he's standing there holding it and the camera pans around, he, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, Kano wins, fucking beauty. And he's standing there holding that heart, and the blood's just like pouring out. I'm like, Very cool. that is amazing effects. Those look, that say, looks fantastic. Easter, I will Easter say the, yeah. the seven minute trailer that they they put out, the, the opening of the, of the film mm-hmm. that everybody surely got to see by now. That is definitely the best part of the movie. Like from an actual like film standpoint, mm-hmm. by far the first seven minutes is the best part of the movie. Oh yeah, and then it's kind of okay ish until Kano shows up. Yeah, but like, and then it then it picks up. But like to to me, like the 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 worst part of it all was definitely Cole Young. 
Like I was like, yeah. you could have used any other character as your main character. You could have used Liu Kang. You could have used Scorpion. I'm actually glad. I'm actually glad that Liu Kang wasn't the main character because he's not intended to be the main character. I know he's not intended to, but like everybody knows Liu Kang. Oh, that's a, that's just weird. Everybody knows Liu Kang. Almost nobody knows Kung Lao. When Kung Lao is like, oh Kung Lao, oh, oh dude, man. he would, he he was, he was fucking, oh. he was fucking people up. <laughs> he was, he fucked that one vampire chick up. Oh, he got said, his ass whooped, but you know whatever. I see you get your powers. Maybe it's a fireball. Maybe it's a fucking frisbee hat or some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! How about I take that little sombrero and shove it up your ass? <laughs> no, he's like, how about I take your anal beads and I shove it up his ass? <laughs> God, so good. Yeah, no, yeah. Kung Lao was fucking people. Oh, you know, but you, what thing? One thing that kind of makes me a little bit hopeful for the newer movies, and because we're about like we're well over an hour on the oh, pod. Yeah. Um. Is the revenant if like because like like TJ said they're gonna come back, the the revenants is like when these characters come back to life but they're like evil, and we got a sense of Luke Kang having some dark like that darkness in him when he killed that one person. Yeah, and and when uh, Kong or Kong Lao he'll come back like it'll just be like oh, okay this this is just this is right I think this is going the right way because there's supposed to be multiple movies. Um, but that Cole, like I said, the Cole Young thing, like if they're gonna ride that, that's that's what honestly to me brought the movie down. Honestly, yeah. Besides, besides the fact that the, like the character development with Jax's arms was like toothpick, and then out of nowhere, like a fucking transformer, he has brawlic arms. Like it just doesn't. It, it just didn't make yeah. sense to me. He, he, so because he was supposed to get his cybernetic arms from like military technology and shit. Jack's exactly. Guy, I love Jack. Oh yeah. So hear me yeah. out. Hear me out. Before we go, I know we got to go. We've been this podcast is entirely too long. But would the movie have been better? Hear me <laughs> out. I just had this brainstorm. You guys have both seen Big Trouble in Little China, right? Yep. No. Okay. I have. What? Right, so William, stay with me. Mike, fix that. You know how like Kurt Russell you really just it. doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said that so like offended. But you know how Kurt Russell like has no idea what the fuck is going on. In he's a movie? gag character in the movie. Yeah, a hundred percent. He's just talking shit the whole time. Yeah. What if they had made Mortal Kombat like that, but with Johnny Cage as the main character, and he just has no idea what is going on, and, and that, he's talking shit the whole time. That would and, literally like, be Mortal Kombat, like. That would follow the narrative 100%. And, and Scorpion just like shows the fuck up and drags him on this fucking adventure. That would be the that, narrative of more combat. That'd be it. That'd be incredible. Like, <laughs> I, I would watch the shit out of that movie. That sounds awesome. I just wrote a better movie right there. Goddamn Academy Award winner. Right? <laughs> All right. But you guys done? Got anything else? I got to take a shit. Okay. <laughs> Here's Thank you all for joining us in our new podcast. Here's uh, what I got. Here's what I got. <laughs> One, fuck the Lin Kuei. Two, we didn't do anything. She right you till I die, motherfucker. Three, Scorpion's the best character ever. All right. <laughs>
I'm listen, done. first off, first off, look, Behan is an asshole. Like I said, we cannot control that. So look, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week <laughs> or whenever we happen to to record again because this will probably still be happening. Yeah, it probably will be. All right, guys, thank you all for listening. Uh, see ya. Avita saying.